everybody. Welcome to episode two of the AroundTable.ca podcast. I'm your host, Phil. I'm also joined by our uh, my co-hosts, uh, Stephen, Dino, and Johnny. Uh, this is part two of our summer movie, Madness. Um, we kind of went overboard on the first one, but there were too many movies to cover, so uh, we needed a part two. So here we go. Hope that you enjoy it, and uh, have fun. All right. Next one, The Mummy. Um, this is, um, you know, Universal Pictures trying to get into, um, like, DC and Marvel and all these other guys with these shared universes of superheroes and all this. This is their tra- this they're trying to do it with monsters. They tried a couple of years ago with Dracula. It didn't do too well. So now they're trying to bring the big guns with Russell Crowe and Tom Cruise. Um, it looks, again, visually stunning. It looks it might be entertaining, but always lately... For some reason, if it doesn't say Mission Impossible, fans are kind of reluctant to see Cruz in the theater, um, no matter what it is. Even though like he's done some good movies with uh, the first Jack Reacher and Edge of Tomorrow, um, you know, you underrated, actually, underrated you actually, movies. You actually like the first Jack Reacher? The first one was fantastic because he was sarcastic. He was like everything you don't associate with Tom Cruise. I got bored um, halfway through. I was like, um, yeah. I thought it was really good. I thought it was different. Um, it's like the Mission Impossibles. He's good in that. He doesn't act like the Tom Cruise we used to know. Um, Fake smile. And, you know, Edge of Tomorrow was probably the best science fiction movie I've seen in years. And um, underrated. And um, The Mummy, you know, I think it's going to be fun. It's going to make its money back. I'm not sure if it's going to be the number one summer movie. Again, that the question mark is Tom Cruise. Are we going to accept him in this world of monsters? Can we do it? And that's that's the big question mark. As much as I love those monster movies, I'd love to see them all come back. They were part of my youth. Um, does it work? I don't know. I mean, Dracula, the first one from like two, three years ago with, I think, Luke Evans didn't do much for me. Um, this looks a little bit better. You have Russell Crowe. You have Tom Cruise. Um, popcorn movie, yeah. Um, classic in the making, I don't think so. But like I said, it's it's always a question mark with Cruz if he's not in as he's not starring as Ethan Hunt, you know. But this is pretty much the definition of a summer movie. It's, oh, for sure. It's it's the perfect movie for the summer. Uh, when is it getting released? Uh, Here, um... Is it July? June 9th. June 9th. I would have put it probably in July. It's one of those 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 perfect movies. It's probably going to be an action-packed movie with the storyline being not... Second. Spectac- yeah, like it's not going to be spectacular, but enough there to keep, keep you interested. But I think it's going to be a typical summer movie where uh, people are just going to want to go there to forget about life for two hours and... and uh, Know, for and and just enjoy themselves for a couple of a couple of hours. Um, I don't have much more to say about that. I didn't see the previews, so I don't actually know how it, how it actually looks. But I mean, the amount of budget that's behind this, I'm pretty sure that the, you know, the um, the the quality is going to be up there in terms of visuals. Um, but yeah, that's it. I'm probably not going to go see this at the movies. Visually, it looks okay. like the, according to the previews, it looks very well done. It's just that I think people are gonna since it's a reboot, they gotta compare it to the original series. 
And the original series, they were it was surprise hits. They weren't, you know, they were average movies, and they had their followers. So I don't know about this reboot. I'm not, I'm not too sure about it. Well, for me, the, the mommy the thing is what happens. The mommy, the rebirth, of the original ones. It was what 15, 20 years ago. Yeah, about yeah. So now what happens? They're going for the, the new followers. And do they have the right stuff? That's the iffy part. It's like so far what I'm seeing is a trailer. It looks impressive. It look the story looks kind of realistic. And at the same time, they don't give me enough much. Who's who's in the backstab? Who and whatever. I would love if when the movie one of the big actors dies unexpectedly by getting killed and everything that throws me off the Hollywood trail, you know? Because automatically you see Tom Cruise, you see a, she's a, he's a, he's with a, a beautiful actress. Oh, they're gonna fall in love with each other, and that's what I don't need. If it comes to Hollywood, I need a I need a, I need a barf bag. But Tom Cruise does die in the trailer. He does. Yeah. No, he might be reincarnated because the mommy got reincarnated and they got re. But if he dies, dead. but if he dies, dies, I love it. So until then, if they make it too much Hollywood, no. But if they make it more European style, like a lot of twists and turns, unexpected uh, endings and, and storylines, then I might love it completely. So for but for right now, I say it's more like it breaks even, it makes a bit of money, and that it's gonna die out the way I see it. All right, so I guess uh, we've got number ten. Yeah, so last last but not least. We got Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Um, I think this is what, the fifth? Yeah, I think fifth. it's the fifth. Yeah, it's yeah, the, the fifth, fifth one. one, yeah. Torture! Um, this is like Transformers for me. I liked the first one. After that, they each consecutively got worse. And as good as Johnny Depp is, couldn't save these movies. Um, and this... The only thing going for it, there has been a six-year gap. Um, you also have Orlando Bloom and Kira Knightley returning for the first time in over a decade as their characters. So there's maybe perhaps curiosity in that. Um, there's a rumor of Paul McCartney starring in this. Well, he's, cameo. he's actually listed as, a, as an actor, which I just found out today. Um, it was on his Facebook page. And yeah. he dressed up, he's dressed up in a... Jack Sparrow type of uh, pirate. Okay, so they're they're ripping off the Keith Richards when he went there. They're just yeah. trying to yeah. capture lightning in a bottle, I guess. But this is another franchise like Transformers. Um, love the first one. After that, I just don't care. And I'm not going to go to the theater probably for this one. I'll wait for Netflix. Um, <laughs> unless they tell me this is the best one since the first one. Um, then maybe. And that's still a maybe. Um, it's it's just never kept my my fascination over the years. I I really don't care for this one. If they would have stopped with the last one, I wouldn't have bothered me either. So I'm on the fence. Um, I'm, it's not one of my top choices for the summer. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan of of sequels um, in general. Um, I mean, like I know superhero movies and stuff like that, but there's a lot of movies that don't need a sequel. And I think this one, after the second one, they could have just called it in but like I think they did else, for three, three and four well yeah but at the same time uh, movie execs they see the money signs at the end of the tunnel and they know this is going to make money same thing as Transformers I guarantee you this is going to be a crap movie you're <laughs> seeing the telltale signs of the same recycled stuff over and over again they're bringing back here Knightley they're bringing back uh, Orlando Bloom 
They're bringing back a uh, Keith Richards type of character like Paul McCartney, another rocker in his 70s. Um, it's one of those things where you're seeing already without looking at the movie, you're seeing the recycle, the recycled material. And I'll be honest with you, my dollar for $14 is not going to go, or 20 bucks if you go see it in, in 3D, is not going to go towards this movie. I'm sorry. Unless the storyline is exceptionally well written, which I highly doubt. Um, I don't think I'm going to go see this movie at all. And I'll wait for it to come on Netflix. And if there's a licensing issue and it never comes to Canada, the Netflix, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) That's one treasure it's going to leave buried for you, right? Is that what you're saying? I, I, you know what? There's, there's only a few franchises that I have to admit, like the one, the pirates of the Caribbean, the one scene that summarizes the whole fucking thing for me, other than the first one is I think it was in the third one. They're fighting on the boat. It's like a big, huge fight, and everything's going. And then at one point, again, I haven't watched this in a while, so I, I may get the details a little bit wrong. But at one point, I remember Kira Knightley turning out to Orlando Bloom, and like in the middle of a fight scene, like saying, I love you, and about to kiss, when they're about, like, they're sorting other people. And I'm like, uh, did this happen? Like, did this have to happen? <laughs> yes, yeah, Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, well, it's but, like, I think. A lot of movies that are like that. Yeah. Well, it's like the third one. I think when they they I, I think it's the third one where they had um, there's supposed to be this gigantic sea creature coming out of the water at one point and supposed to destroy all the ships. Yeah. And the creature never came out of the water. I'm like, we're waiting for an hour. This voodoo priestess is telling us all these spells, and it never came out of. It became a whirlpool. And I'm like, okay. So for the last hour, I've been waiting for this CGI <laughs> spectacle. And I got a whirlpool, and that was my take on it. With a bunch it, of teeth. It, it's the ships should go down the toilet like the franchise, and that's that's oh, my take. Oh, le jeu de mots. Yes, I completely agree. Um, I don't think it's a it's a franchise that's worth <laughs> worth much. Yeah. Um, so that's our top ten. Uh, is there any other movies you guys? Wanna... I got. Hey, I... What happened to Dino's opinion and my opinion? You, oh, go, you go, go, go ahead. Sorry, me. Don't get well, offended, bro. I, oh, I, I, I agree I'm with... gonna kill you. I'm gonna call my paisans. <laughs> Mommy, I know this guy. Yeah, go ahead, D. Well, I, I agree with uh, both of you uh, that I'm not the big. I was the. I, I I enjoyed the first movie, and after that, I just lost interest. So I haven't seen the last. Two, three last ones. I haven't seen it, and I, I saw the the previews today, and it doesn't really interest me. The only thing that's I'm curious about is to see Paul McCartney, but even then, it's probably as a really small role, some like a cameo type of role. So he's I don't not, know. He's not an actor, right? So it's not as if he's gonna have like these huge lines. <laughs> well, true. He's, he's probably gonna sing awesome. "Pirates on the Run." You know what they should have? You know what they should have gotten? Michael Bolton, because he he has that song with um, what's his name uh, with the 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 oh, why can't I remember their names? The 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 guys that had uh, jizz in my pants, dick in a box. What the fuck is the name of the group? Andy Sandberg and his guy, the his his fellow guys. Um, he I sings like a, a pack your coffee, huh? No, no, no. He, uh, <laughs> Uh, the fuck is their their name? It's like Andy Samberg when he does. He used to do those shorts on SNL. He used to have those songs that used to come out. Um, at yeah, one point, he, there was a song that he collaborated with Michael Bolton. 
it's like uh and it's 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 a funny twist on it and he plays like because in the in the skit uh, Michael Bolton says, "Oh, I'm 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 gonna be collaborating with you guys," and they're like, "Oh, really, really cool." But at the same time, the guy was really into the Pirates of the Caribbean, and he turns into the the Pirates of the, Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, I, fuck, I can't remember the name. Thank um, God you saved all the all the viewers that big headache. <laughs> Look, let's put it this way: if uh, Paul McCarthy's going there, he could be one of the zombie pirates without any makeup because he's already old as it is. Uh, Pirates of Caribbean out of the top ten. It's my least favorite thrill movie I want to go see. Visual, look, looks amazing, the visual. But the thing is, I mean, and, and, and Steven was right. It's a bunch of recycled pieces from all the other four movies put into one. And when you think of it, they put all these old actors, actors and actresses into the, because they're desperate. They're trying to find a way to make money out of it. And, and, and the only reason Hollywood is clinging to Caribbeans because they're running out of ideas to make good movies with good storyline. So at least with this movie, they're gonna spend a fortune, they might make, get their money back, and that's it. And maybe a lot of people are gonna be gonna go to the amusement park and see the, uh, the Caribbean trailer uh, rides and all that. But besides that, and yeah, I'm like you guys. Uh, doesn't really. If I go there, it's because I have no choice or because. Uh, to impress a woman, she wants to go see that movie, then I'll do it. That's it. <laughs> okay. Well, a little too much information there, but thank you for well, sharing. Um, <laughs> also, Roundtable is a dating site. Uh, we didn't know that. Um, uh, I got some side movies here, some possibilities. Um, I put up there, we, we, we chose King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. It's Guy Ritchie, the guy who's done lately Sherlock Holmes and The Man from Uncle, his take on King Arthur. Um, I've always liked that medieval age thing. Um, been a sucker for it all my life. I'll, but, you know, I watched one of the previews and see him doing a Rocky montage. Um, <laughs> I don't know what the hell that's for. Um, so I'm on the fence of that one. Maybe a cheapy night or perhaps if I'm drunk. Um, maybe I'll check it out. Um, is it on my top 10 list? It's not on there for a reason. I, it's a question mark, King Arthur. Um, you guys? Um, in terms of King Arthur, I'm not too interested in it, to be honest. Um, again, it's Guy Ritchie. There's nothing, he hasn't really come out with anything that really has ever sh stuck with me. Um, even The Man from Uncle wasn't that, it was okay, but it wasn't spectacular. Um, so I think it's going to be one of those movies where personally, I think the big budget's behind it, but I think it's going to flop. So I agree. Gonna, so I, it's either, it's going to make, either it's going to barely make it like come even keel with the, the budget or it's going to make less than, than expected. Agreed. Do you know? Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. You guys, you guys, I don't know if, uh, maybe it'll be a rental or, uh, or on Netflix when it comes out, but I don't think I'm going to go and uh, check this one out. It wasn't on my radar at all. So how about you, Johnny? For myself, it's look, when you watch Lord of the Ring, everything looks more realistic, the clothing, the scars and everything. Then you watch King Arthur. It's so clean cut. Guys, there's three guys with top, they're topless, they're fighting, no scars, no nothing. Their clothing is so perfectly, it reminds me of the olden days of John Wayne, when, like Hollywood style, so clean cut. 
that to me doesn't thrill me. To me, it's like automatically after watching, I'm gonna be comparing the old movie to Lord of the uh, Game of Thrones. I don't know. Uh, I, I'll probably unless somebody tells me it's amazing. But like you guys, next flicks. That's it. Nothing more than that. All right, next, um, Baywatch. Um, it's Zac Efron and Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Again, I I thought the TV show was good for the first. 10 minutes after I saw them running in slow motion, I was good to go and I let the series go since then. Um, this is not going to do anything for me. Um, I, I'm tired of the Rockies and everything. Um, I think he's got to take a break. You're jealous. Um, well, <laughs> maybe. Um, you know, Zach Efron's hot for me right now. I think he's really ripped in this movie and gets me going. I like to see him run in slow motion. Um, I like to see his pectoral muscles. Me too. Um, he, You know, he's buff and got the stuff. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, as for this, I have no interest. Um, it, it's not doing... I saw the trailers. I probably see this on Netflix. You know, when it's minus 40 outside and, you know, you don't want to leave the house and there's nothing else to watch. And, you know, your porn stash has been thrown away by your wife. Then you got Baywatch. And that's basically what I can say for that. Yeah, I think it's it's um, I think it's a product of its time, um, and from what I saw from the movie, uh, well, at least the premise of the movie, um, it looks like it, it's it's something different. Like they they just came out with uh, what was the other movie they came out with that was a reboot from a TV Chips was Chips, it chips? Yeah, and chips. that went nowhere. Oh, yeah. But but it you know why? Point. Did you look? I looked at the previews. Yeah, it, it, it had was, nothing yeah. to do with the TV show. It was just like, okay, yeah, the two people were, you know, one Hispanic, whatever. They were cops on bikes. But the TV show wasn't a comedy. TV show was a buddy cop show. The movie, at least the previews, let it show as if it was a comedy. Slapstick, falling apart, doing mistakes, whatever. Which is not what the original movie was. And if the movie wasn't interesting, on top of that, you know, uh, that didn't help it. I think Baywatch is under it's in the same vein. I mm -hmm. mean, The Rock isn't bad. I mean, he's not a bad actor. Zac Efron either. He's not a bad actor. I just think Baywatch was good in the 90s with Baywatch and Baywatch Nights and whatever else came out, the spinoff that came out of that. Um, but I just don't see it like I don't I it's going to make money at least in the few, first few weekends for sure. Just because it says Baywatch and whatever. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, other than eye candy, because obviously you're going to see people in bikinis and, you know, uh, and obviously The Rock is pretty buff and Zach Efron too. I don't see the appeal of this movie. It was a good TV show to watch on Saturday night at 1130, but not, not, uh, not a two-hour movie or whatever the running time is on a, on a bunch of lifeguards. I, I just don't see the appeal of that. Well, according to the previews, uh, it looks like they, they're trying to make a comedy out of it. A bit like Chips, but a little bit better type of thing. Um, they're going to attract people because The Rock attracts people. I mean, uh, he's on a hot streak right now. Everything that Everything that he comes out with, people go and see. So I think they'll probably make money, like Philip said, in the first couple of weeks. And if it's really, there's no substance to it, then it's going to die just as fast. 
Well, Baywatch is going to be like, like Philip is right. It worked in the 90s and it will not work now. It's the different times, different way of thinking. And Baywatch, I think it's, you're right, Dino, you know, it's example. They're trying to make it to a comedy realist, like almost like Lethal Weapon or something like that and everything. It's going to work for the first couple of weeks because you're going to see, you go there and the lineups will be a bunch of teenagers from high school or or the, the, some of them CJEP, and that's it because they're going to want to go a bunch of friends go see this and this. For me, there's there's no thrill. Like To me, I find Baywatch, it's a movie made for TV. That's it. Yeah. Actually, that I agree with that. It would, yeah. could have been yeah. a... You know what? Any movie that tries to get the nostalgia crowd while trying to bring something new often falls flat on their face. Either, yeah, you're right. Usually either they're way too nostalgia, not nostalgic for the new crowd, or, or they're not... Uh, it's too new for the old crowd. Like Ghostbuster. Um, it crashed big time. Yeah, but the thing about Ghostbusters... Okay, yeah, there was a lot of backlash and that didn't help before the movie was released. But the writing's not that great. I mean, Look, I, I mean, re, re, forget the fact that it was a female cast or whatever. To be no, honest, be... every uh, the actresses in the movie are good actresses. You know? yes. Melissa McCarthy is great. Kristen Wiig is great. Uh, J- um, Leslie Jones is great. Leslie Jones is amazing. You know, I, I, I love, I, I love the, the yeah. actresses on their own. They're great. The thing about the problem with the movie is that the storyline was beyond like lackluster. It didn't keep me interested. Um, the 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 comedy, Kate McKinnon is the only kind of comedy that kind of made me chuckle here or there. But isn't it embarrassing? Like like I was I just I was saying I was saying the same word when, when you were talking. Through the whole movie, I just chuckled. I didn't even laugh. I chuckled. That's embarrassing when you watch a comedy movie at a theater and you're chuckling, but you're not laughing. At least it's a comedy. That's that's for me. It's like it just tells you that there was no chemistry, there was no comedy material. It was a bomb. And like I looked at it, I sh- like and forget about the so female crew because that's crap. It's it's just there was no comedy chemistry in there at well, all. The the problem the, the the problem that I found with it is they try to make it look and feel like the original. So if you look at the ghosts. The ghosts were in the same, are just an HD version of what they used in the Yes, more movie. special effect. So it was just an updated version of that. They could have done something a lot better. Uh, at least visually, they could have tried a little bit more. Um, so from that, whatever. Um, okay. Next movie? Uh, yeah, sure. What's the next movie? I, I, it's not one that I... Um, it's Dunkirk... Um, from Christopher Nolan. Um, it's based about the battle in the evacuation of Dunkirk, France in World War II. And it's told by the perspective of by land, by air, and by sea, by soldiers and by the people that it happened to. Um, I love Christopher Nolan. I'm a big fan of his movies. I mean, you know, Batman, um, you know, uh, what's uh, Inception, um you know, Memento, you name it, he's done it. He's great at it. Um, I'm still not, I'm not sure if I'm going to go see this in the theater. I'm not a big war movie fan, but if there's going to be a surprise hit, 
I think that could be it strictly because of Christopher Nolan's name. I mean, even Interstellar that got mixed reviews made over 300 million worldwide. Mm -hmm. So the guy has got the track record. He's got the clout and, you know, he's got a fan base. And I think it's going to do well, although I'm probably not going to run out and see it. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to remember the last war movie that was decent. I think the last big one was Inglorious Bastards from Quentin Tarantino, and that's I'm that, not sure. It wasn't, no, it yeah, well, it was a, it was a war movie, but it wasn't like it's yeah, it wasn't it's not like a real war. But I mean, uh, what Saving Private Ryan was the last yeah. big one, maybe? No. Yeah, yeah that's what I was thinking of. So, like, it, there hasn't been one in a while, um, at least done well. Um, I'm sure there's been smaller movies that have been made there, but I'm talking about like huge movies. Um, this might, you know, scratch an itch for some history buffs. Um, especially if it's, you know, historically accurate, um, you know, if it's like, you know, yeah, it's point of views, but if it's, you know, it, it, the facts, they get the facts wrong and stuff like that, maybe that's not going to work, but it could be a sleeper hit. Um, there's always that, these are the types of movies that used to come out in the fall before though, not in the summer where you had the dramas, the big epic movies usually were in the fall. Um, so I don't know where this fits. But I don't think it's going to make, I don't think, unless there's like word of mouth and it picks up, I don't think this is going to be a big hit. If anything, it's going to be a sleeper hit. Okay. Um, Dino. Oh, uh, well, I I agree with Philip. It's It might be a, a sleeper hit. There's a lot of fans that love the historical dramas. So, yeah, there's a fan base for that type of movie. So... Maybe they're testing the waters too to see if it, it is going to work in the summer instead of in the fall. So, Johnny? it's like war. Sorry, no. It's like war movies. Like there's the Momentum Men, whatever, something like that, with uh, George Clooney. Oh, yeah. I can't. I know what you mean, but I can't remember the title. I don't remember. The, there was one with the Brad Pitt in the tank yeah. and all that. Oh see, yeah, yeah. But see, there is, there is a lot of war movies between Brian, uh, Xavier Ryan, whatever. We like for myself, I don't care. It's like it's a type of movie I'll go because there's nothing else to go see in the theater. If I have have the the itch to go see a theater, war movies, it's it's like for myself, and especially the, the latest ones are getting very realistic. That you kind of feel like. The old war movies, like John Wayne, everything was so clean cut. You want to sign your name and join the forces. These war movies right now, it's like I'm no, I'm no idiot. I'm no, I'm no stupid. It's so realistically dis horrific, horrific, disgusting, and all that. That that for me, it's like I don't want to go see. It's too realistic in a bad way. Well, it, it, you, the thing is, you have to you have to be in the mood to go watch those type of movies. Oh yeah, because um, it's very very deep. Huh? I, I'm when I went to go see uh, Saving Private Ryan, that, that I actually went to see it at the movies, and you walk out of there, and you're like, "Fuck, I'm depressed." <laughs> like you, you walk out of there, like, "Okay, you know what? I'm gonna go home now." <laughs> yes, because we were depressed um, at the same time, because you know, those actors who who are faking their dead, in, in reality, there was a lot of people that that did die. And that's what it makes you depressed. And like this movie, I seen a preview and you see these people coming out of the boat and they're getting shot at. And some of these people, they, they died because they had so much hardware on them, they just sank. It wasn't because they got shot 
or anything. It's because they have so much heavy artillery on themselves. They just sank like a, like a sandbag. So you know this really happened, and when I put myself into that position, because do I actually want to go to the theater and watch a movie that gets me that depressed? I would rather see at home. So if in case it gets to a point I get too depressed, I put on pulse or stop for a couple of minutes, do something else to get my my my, my brain out out of the gutter, and watch it again. So it's 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 not a kind of movie for myself to go to the theater because it's too refresh too refreshing on the on realistic about what war is, and even what war is right now, how much suffering there is. That's it for me, for that one there. All right, I think I'm we getting should, depressed already. I, I think we should, I think we should go for the last, one last movie. Okay, um, I'm gonna take Dark Tower. Um, it's with uh, Matthew McConaughey and Idris Elba, based on the Stephen King novels. Uh, ba- uh, you know, um, Alba plays Roland the Gunslinger, who has to protect the Dark Tower from Matthew McConaughey, who is the man in black. All right, all right, all right. Who's trying to take the tower and, I guess, destroy our world and his. Um, Again, there's always that thing of it's never going to be as good as the book. Apparently, the Stephen King books, uh, there's multiple of them, of these things. And it's epic. It's huge. There's multiple storylines. Um, how are they going to bring that to the screen and do the book justice? Usually that never happens and it usually falls flat, regardless of the talent behind it. Now, these two actors are amazing. I love them. I'm fans. But I think um, maybe I'm glad I didn't read the books yet and I'll go see this first and probably enjoy it a whole lot better. I think it's going to be a hit strictly on curiosity factor. This is the first time in a long time that there's a Stephen King yeah. movie you know now there's this and it and but there hasn't been anything in the theater for years i mean you know pet cemetery came out what in 89 1999 that's the last one i the remember one, I was 15 years ago, well, they, did, they did a lot of tv movies yeah but i'm talking in the cinema big time budget i mean there was christine, christine that's it. you know uh that's the old boy Cu- that's cujo uh there's but they, pet cemetery was that pet him? cemetery was him you know, but he hasn't done anything in the theater in you know at, at least fifteen twenty years. Yeah. Um, and now tackling us this big book. Apparently they're epic. Um, so to bring that into one movie and hope to build a franchise is a gamble. Um, I'm on the fence. I think maybe curiosity factor of these two actors. They're they're great. They're hot. They're talented. And but again, I mean, usually when you go against a book that's you know loved and endeared by its fan base, usually they are disappointed by the movie. Did they confirm that it's actually like one the book is one movie and then the other books are going to be other movies? Or I have I haven't heard anything. I don't know. Um, I'm not sure because it's very possible that they split the book, right? Like they did with the Hobbit. I'm I'm, if if they were smart, yeah. But this um, is Hollywood lately, and, you know, they just figured they got Matthew McConaughey, he's hot. And, you know, uh, Idris Elba is hot, and, you know, he's rumored to be the next Bond in the future. You get him now while he's hot. Uh, you know, get 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 that get that uh, excitement factor, you know. But is that enough to satisfy the fan base? I don't know. Um, for me personally, I, um, I usually stick away from movies that came from books. Um, usually they're disappointing um, the only franchise that I watched that I read the books as well as Harry Potter. And 
it's the one of the only franchises or only movies that didn't the movie didn't disappoint me as much as other ones. Um, they tried as much as they could to give you know the movies were kind of long as well. Um, I, I usually these types of movies fall short. Again, you're you're right. Matthew McConaughey, I think, is gonna be the star power that attracts people to watch this movie because he he is a hot ticket item right now. He just came out from winning the grant uh, an Oscar, um, so I think he's. I think all right, all right, all right, all right. Um, I think he's. Hey, gonna... Don't steal my line. I said it first. Yeah, <laughs> he, he had shotgun. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I think I, I if anything, I. Th- I don't think it's even going to be a sleeper hit. I think it's just going to make its money. Um, it's going to go to video, and nobody's going to talk about it. I think you're right. Unless yeah. it becomes like the next Lord of the Rings, you know. Oh, it could very, it could very well be as long as they do it as long as they do it properly. Yeah. Again, with Hollywood, it depends what they want to do. So if they decide to t- take their time. You know, it's very possible. Did, did he uh, actually um, consult on the movie? Or is it just uh, that I'm book? not sure yet. I just I just saw the preview right before we got here. It, it looks okay. Um, again, it's the star power that's driving the trailer. They're not giving too much away. Uh, they're strictly focusing on these two these two guys, and you know, and that's uh, the first trailer for me. If you're gonna grab my interest. You got to do a little bit more than that than show Matthew McConaughey every two minutes looking nice and black, you know. <laughs> For myself, if this movie makes it too, they're trying to make it too Hollywood. No, it has it has to be like like Stephen King's old other movies. You're unexpected twists and turns, you know, dark twists and turns. Yeah, but you can't expect you can't expect it. It is a Hollywood movie. Yeah. Yeah, but you, you, yeah, the but, twists and turns that you're talking about in those Hollywood movies. No, we found, because though we'd be found in indie movies. No, because Philip, Philip, there is American movies that are coming out, Hollywood movies that have unexpected twists and turns, like Planet of the Apes. You don't see things coming, you know. You you don't you know you cannot foretell a lot of the few. Then there's other one that's so predictable. You're like, oh my god. That's what I mean. When I mean Hollywood movie, it's predictable. You know what's gonna happen. You know who's gonna live. Who's gonna die. And they'll try to make it to a part two movie now, and that's why I, f- I find movies that they, they try to be too predictable. Oh, well, for me, it's it's a it's a crash into into the garbage can. The movie that ruined it for me was The Sixth Sense. Ever since that movie, there's nothing that really, there's no there's no they can't there's nothing that's in a movie that is a twist and turn that I. Probably couldn't have guessed if I was was paying a little. Watch more Split. Attention. Yeah, what I said, Stephen. Stop, stop stealing my crypt notes, man. Split. See that movie. I have wow. one. I have one on my back. It's called a crack. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Oh, the people really want to hear that. Well, um, look at the time, guys. It's uh, no. I'm just kidding. Um, did you know? Give your yeah. I think. On? Well, I don't. I don't. I'm not a big uh, Stephen King fan, so okay. I don't really have an opinion on it. Uh, okay. If it's available at some point, I'm probably gonna look at it, but uh, I'm not gonna go out and see it. So, if if you entertain me for one more minute, I got one movie I'd like to say. I saw a preview today called Atomic Blonde, with Charlize Theron and James McAvoy. Um, it's she plays an undercover agent in 80, 1989 Berlin. 
Um, it's directed by David Leach, who did John Wick, who did the surprise action movies of this decade. Um, it looks, it's an R-rated action movie like John Wick. I think this could be the surprise sleeper. Um, Charlize Theron looks amazing. The fight scenes are brutal. Uh, James McAvoy looks and sounds hilarious. Um, I'm going to put my money down as a sleeper hit Atomic Blonde. If it's marketed a little better, this could be the next John Wick, yeah. but for women. She kicked ass in this thing. I haven't seen fight sequences since John Wick that are that good. So my money is on this one for a surprise one. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, it sounds it sounds like a, a pretty decent movie. It's a it's a female John Wick. I seen the yeah. preview. It looks very good. To me, it looks like if if the if they had to do a movie on the Black Widow of the Avengers, that would have been it. Exactly. Yeah. A kick-ass woman that's beautiful, stunning, but she's a, she's a machines on legs, yeah. and that's what she is. And, and yeah, exactly. Well, forget the she played with the um, John Wick. What's his name? Uh, Henry, the movie, yeah. what's it called? With the, uh, Devil's Devil Advocate. Advocate. Yeah. And and same thing. It's like the, the reflection. It's a female version of John Wick. Yeah, and it looks really good. Yes, and it looks very. Uh, I was surprised this morning when I watched it. Uh, so I put it on my list as uh, it may surprise. be it may be the surprise hit, and we could have the next John Wick franchise. Yes. With the, it's the same director, so you know you're gonna get action sequences that are going to just be uh you realistic. know yeah realistic but yet mind-blowing and you're just going to go wow but the thing is the action the clip let's go factor take john wick's action flicks and take triple x they all have, they both have amazing action one is very realistic and the other one it's like come on give me a break well you know v vin diesel lately has an has so much enthusiasm he reminds me of a doorknob um <laughs> i don't know what to say he's asleep He's phoning it in. Uh, he thinks because Fast and Furious is big that he's just the greatest right now. And he's, you know, I used to like him. I love Riddick. I still have a soft spot for the Riddick movies. Um, but let's let's get back to Atomic Blonde. I'm telling you, I think we have the next action franchise. Um, you know, under the radar, yeah. Yeah, I think this is going to go under the radar. But I think when people rent it or watch it on, it's just going to get word of mouth and it's going to get big. He's, he, Vin, Vin Diesel has the uh, has the charisma of a sandwich. Sometimes the Caribbean, the Caribbean, who will make more more money than that, than it because if it's promoted, if it's I, promoted, because if both of them at the same time, I know where I'm going. Yeah, where for I'm sure. My money for sure. And that's our take on uh, summer flicks. And yeah. you guys are falling asleep. No, um, I I the only reservation I have about this movie is the, the the one thing that was great about John Wick is you know everybody well at least from our age group remembers the action movies from the 80s and 90s right that the the uh, the, Chuck Nor the, the Chuck Norris the Steven Seagal the yeah. uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and then that genre kind of died a bit um, yeah you had martial arts movies and stuff like that but real action movies like an Arnold with the one-liners and um, and until John Wick, it was kind of a dying breed of movie. And then John Wick came out, surprised everyone of how amazing it was in terms of an action movie. It's like, I don't care. I'm just going to kill everything. And its storyline was kind of unique. I didn't see the second one, so I couldn't, I can't com 
I can't compare really. The only thing I, I, I think that this Atomic Blonde, if you, what you're saying is true, is that you're going to have too many copycat movies that are going to look exactly the same. This time it's Atomic Blonde. Next time it's going to be, you know, Steven Steele. Uh, you know, another type of movie that's, you know, an action from the same director and all yeah, the movies. Yeah, that was bound to happen with, with the success of John Wick. We know yes. it's right, you know. It's yeah, like but it's it's... It's coming in quick succession, right? So you had John Wick, John Wick 2, and now you're having this one. Yeah. You know, there's going to be one every, what, one or two years. Um, it's great. But, I think I'm going to enjoy it. To be honest, to have a female version of John Wick is amazing. And she, Charlize, Charlize Theron does actually look really good. <laughs> um, uh, and the cast is not too bad either. Uh, John Goodman's in there. Yeah. Um, Sam Hargrave is in there. Toby yeah. Jones. So it's it's not it's 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 not a bad a bad cast, um, yeah. If it, if it if it maintains the level of quality as John Wick did, I think uh, this is going to be one of those Friday night movies that people are going to go watch and it's going to make its money. John Wick, you know what it is? Sorry to forget. It was kind of the day in the seventies. It's a lot of the move the action figure of Steve McQueen, uh, Clint Eastwood, and uh, Charles Bronson. Realistic violence cops or action and john wick is kind of like that it's very like into a realistic action because then after as you as you said was he was right in the 80s and 90s got over exaggerated chuck norris and all those kind of movies so that's why i like i like john wick because it reminds you of those old classic action movies that the guy when he kills it was it w wasn't for show it was realistic the fight was realistic and it was true to the form of reality and plus Keanu reeves is hot right so i mean ナスハラシャーリンストスワイセイアクラパシュシャーリンストスワイセイアクラパシュシーシメキシマソマチャケイプランツォネイジュールンオーヴェヨーアロスタレクリーナックスナタロウジュスフォーミーナタロウジュス